Hello, and welcome back to the New Wave Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Shade Sem, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Brennan Sem. How you doing today, Brennan? I'm <laughs> doing infinitely better now that, I, now that we've done that. That was fun. <laughs> doing great. Like um, a news reporter. Now I get. Now I understand where your empowerment comes from. From saying that empowerment, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It's so, like an extra sentence. Saying an intro. Whew, tell you what, <laughs> it's a complete game changer. It is. <laughs> My life um, has changed. <laughs> so today, as of literally two hours ago or so, we watched the Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but. We both decided that um, we're actually not going to be doing a review this week since we we like to go see the movie at least twice. Um, that way we feel like we can get a better idea of how the movie goes. Yeah. Um, and so I will be, I'm planning on going to see it next Tuesday. Well, I say next Tuesday. It's in a couple days. <laughs> Tuesday. Because um, $5 ticket Tuesdays. Let's go. Um, I'm still broke, so. Yeah, you know, you already seen it. You've already seen it twice. Maybe so. I wanted to see it a third time. You definitely did. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm gonna go see it again, and then next week will be um, our review of it. Hopefully, if we can get you back in town. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this week we've got something a little different planned. Um, what we're doing this time is we're doing a bracket of MCU movies. To finally decide once and for all who the winner is. Who the winner is. Are you not entertained? You know. Okay. Yeah, but that didn't necessarily work in this <laughs> yeah, instance. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the first the first movie we have, or I suppose the first two movies we have, Avengers Endgame versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, you know. <laughs> that's, like, that's an easy one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think, you know, Avengers Endgame. Again, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is a much more enjoyable film for me. It's fun. Like, yeah, I have a lot more fun watching it than watching Endgame, but I think, objectively, Endgame is a much better movie. And that's taking into account the fact that <sighs> I hate the time travel. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? I think the, the opening act is incredible. Like that first third of the movie or so before the time travel gets involved um, is some of the best acting, writing, cinematography <laughs> that we've seen in the MCU period. You know, yeah. I think it was Anthony and Joe Russo were just killing it, you know? Yeah, no, um, I see what you mean. Avengers Endgame had a connection to everybody. <laughs> I think that watched it, even if you weren't a nerd, you know? It was just kind of like the Baby Yoda fandom, you know? Uh, Thanos, except the Baby Yoda of this time, was a big purple dude with a... Yeah, that's not uh, that's uh, not at all. <laughs> that's not at all a good comparison. Uh, well, but I do agree with you, though, that, like... It was, it was one of the most popular Marvel movies thing ever. Yeah, I mean, it was... When that movie came out, it was like a global event oh you yeah. know everybody tuned in to like a ridiculous degree and i think i mean we, we were discussing this earlier that i think i don't know if i would necessarily uh, agree with this sentiment but i think an argument could be made that endgame 
is one of the biggest movies of the century. Mm-hmm. You know, not just like it, how it performed in like the box office or anything, but in like the impact and the hype that it had, the following, you know. I mean, it was, you know, what, 18 years of run up to this? That's it's 18 years, right? If it is, that's wild. That's insane. Yeah, because it came out in 2020, didn't it? Yeah. And, um, no, 12 it, years. It, yeah, I was going to say. 18 years? Cause that was cause, so stupid. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I was born in 2005 and I'm yeah, 17. That's so stupid. I can't believe, but that's hilarious that we thought that was 18 years. <laughs> yeah, I said that and we were both like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, moving on to something a little less embarrassing. <laughs> the next um, game in this series, we have Thor Ragnarok versus Incredible Hulk. Aww. What do you think? Aww. I think Thor Ragnarok all the way. Oh, man. I knew this was going to be tough for you because you love both of those movies. I love both those characters. Yeah. I think both of them were in my top five favorite superheroes, weren't they? No, only Hulk was. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, but I think Thor almost was. Yeah, Thor I think was. You talked about it for quite a while. I friggin' love Thor. I love Hulk though. Yeah, yeah. Mm, but no, I don't know. I love Edward Norton so much. <laughs> <laughs> I go Thor Ragnarok. I think it's it's a much more well rounded film. You know, I mean, they're obviously different because Thor is much more of a comedy versus in The Incredible Hulk, which wasn't you know a strict drama or anything but there was much less comedy you know it was it wasn't very light let's say i'd have to say thor ragnarok because the ending sets up the beginning of um of of infinity war yeah yeah that's a good point that's a good point whereas ultimately the incredible hulk barely matters right because Obviously, we switched from Edward Norton to Mark um, Ruffalo. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they have taken... That is the Hulk's origin story, right? I yeah. mean, it, it's obviously canon, so it's not like it doesn't matter, but it it, it, it matters to a much different level. <laughs> I just really love that movie. You know, yeah. I always have, though. Yeah, that's fair. But... It, I, I don't love it, but it's 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 okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I also love the way they made Hulk look. You know, yeah, that was, it was it was an interesting, interesting. He, he looks scarier, like how you could see this. I like that he wasn't as human. Yeah, you know, like the 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 Mark Ruffalo Hulk that we get is much more human like. Mm. Um, obviously, some like the way he moves is obviously is much less human than Smart Hulk, but um, the Edward Norton Hulk to me felt much more animalistic, mm-hmm. like it was this mutant monster that just didn't didn't know what was going on right Mm. the way that they introduced him i think this might have been the first transition though it might have been the first transition but it was when it's when um tim roth um abomination what's his name really trying to think um so yeah i mean it's clearly canon you know because i mean his character uh the abomination's character is in uh she hulk you know yeah and i mean also they've, they've talked about like um um, how, I mean, like, ugh, what am I even saying here, dude? Like, it, well, in What If, we see that scenes from that movie that are shown as though they're the origins of our Hulk. Yeah. Um, he, he dies. Oh. Hulk. Damn. You should watch. That's a pretty, that's a decent episode of What If. You know what I, you know what I just remembered? You know, you know, Peter Parker's, uh, 
Emil Blonsky. You know, you know Peter. Oh, there we go. That was tough. That's his name. Peter Parker's teacher in Homecoming and No Way Home, and you know which one? The the one with the beard. Oh yeah, and like the glasses. That, yeah, he was a student in. Um, he I call him the pizza student. He was the the kid. That, he was that student that college student that was on the computer and lifts up the pizza and smiles in Hulk. He's canon. Wow. Oh. I mean, what do you? What does that matter? Robert Downey Jr. is in that movie. <laughs> I think Pizza Student School. Thaddeus Ross is in that movie. May William Hurt rest in peace. Uh, but now Harrison Ford's Thunderbolt Ross. I'm surprised that Harrison Ford ain't dead. Me too. He, that, he's broken like a bone on every movie set that he's done in the past. Well, since like Star Wars Force Awakens. Yeah, but he's in the end of Jones, so he's broken a lot of other people's bones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't even get me started. But you know, he's he's going to be president in the Captain America: New World Order. Really, President Ross. I hope they. Uh, I hope they make a Red Hulk and just slap Harrison's Ford. Harrison. Harrison Ford's face on it. That was a hard sentence to say. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess he could just provide some of the voice. I want to see Red Hulk. I really don't care. I never understood Red Hulk. He's the same as Hulk, but he's red. What is the draw of that? He's even angrier. No. Red means... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is coming from somebody who doesn't really like the Hulk in general. So obviously there's some bias there, but, like, even if I did like the Hulk, it's literally... His villain, one of his most iconic villains, is literally just him, but red. You know, at least the abomination is kind of different. You know, he's got spikes. He kind of looks like a fish. Yeah, he's got fins. He doesn't look exactly like the Hulk. It just seems like poor, poor, (laughs) poor writing, in my opinion. What's the runner-up? Or what's the next one? The runner-up, we've done like two. (laughs) Um, Next up. We have Black Panther versus Guardians of the Galaxy. Black I think Panther. this is number one. Black Panther. Yeah, obviously. That's not even like a... There, there's no question there. I love Guardians of the Galaxy, but Black Panther. I don't love Guardians of the Galaxy. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, I love Black Panther. It's an obvious choice. I think the the villain is infinitely better. Oh, kill him um, on your... Yeah, I mean, the, well, you know, Ronan didn't really have any development whatsoever, you know. Whereas Killmonger obviously got a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, you could understand why Killmonger's doing the things he did. And I guess, like, sort of you could understand why Ronan was doing the things because his people were massacred or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you never felt for Ronan. Who played Ronan? Um, Lee Pace. What is he playing in that one? Um, he was Thranduil in The Hobbit. The Elf King. Oh, he was okay. Also, he's, he's done other stuff as well, but that's that's the things that I know him from, as far as I know. Him and Hope Van Dyne were both in The Hobbit. Yeah, they were both uh, elves, and we watched that today, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I've been I've been wanting to get back into Lord of the Rings lately. Sequoia has Sequoia's almost done with The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. Her and Grandpa finished all of the Hobbit movies. They just finished the first two Lord of the Rings. Now she only has the third Lord of the Rings. Yeah, she, she messaged me while I was at work and asked me where to start. I was like, I'd start with The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. She She's loving it. I'm so happy she yeah, got into it. Well, it's, it's, it's like a, a perfect universe. She said, we used, to, we used <laughs> to argue about what's better, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. And I really don't like Harry Potter. Yeah. So. Hmm. 
I don't know. I just never really got into Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, Lord of the Rings is obviously better, but Harry Potter's got so much more content. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, but obviously the quality of not just the work, but of the actual, but there's a, there's a completely different way that those were organized, you know, like JK Rowling, when she wrote, um, Harry Potter, she just wrote this story and then made up the universe as she went along. Whereas, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien, he literally developed this entire universe, this whole universe. He came up with a whole mythology, like three different languages, because he's a linguist by na- by trade. Um, I have his translation of uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight and Beowulf. Awesome translations. But um, what was I saying? <laughs> um, he wrote, he made this incredible, expansive universe. Yeah. And then the only thing he put in it was a children's book. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like it's a completely different, completely different. And you can feel that, you know, I mean, the way Tolkien, not Tolkien, the way um, Rowling retcons anything, you know. You know, um, I forgot the name of uh, the lady who wrote the Harry Potter books and I almost said James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. (laughs) That was my first thought. Oh man, can you imagine James Earl Jones as Voldemort? What a completely different movie that would have been. <laughs> okay um wow that was a interesting tangent um but yeah we didn't have much to talk about in regards to that it was an obvious pick yeah um but next up this one's gonna be pretty tough i think this one's actually really tough i know what i'm gonna say yeah me too but oh oh it's dr strange versus captain america winter soldier captain america winter soldier okay, on, i was gonna say it's captain america that movie was so good it was in, it, incredible. It was the introduction of the Winter Soldier. Who? Obviously. <laughs> but who, who, yeah, I love. It was um, Anthony and Joe Russo's first one. And obviously, based off of this, they did Captain America Civil War and, you know, Infinity War and Endgame. Um, yeah, that, wow. I mean, of, of my top ten, of my top seven favorite Marvel movies, three of them are Anthony and Joe Russo. You know, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and and Infinity War. <laughs> they, I don't know. They just they captured my soul, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, as as awesome as Doctor Strange is, I just don't think it can can com, can compete. Yeah, and I love I love that movie. For a while, that was my fifth favorite movie. Oh, it's great. It's, I mean, the CGI, some of the best cinematography, some of the, that's the, some of the best CGI we've seen. It, it was dark. Ever in the, in the Marvel movie. Yeah. Well, it was dark. It was kind of dark. Moderately so. I, uh, you know what was my favorite? You know, oh man, one of my favorite scenes in the whole MCU is the, in that movie. It's the, um, it's, it's the start to finish of the rooftop scene where you got Nick Fury in his, in Cap's apartment and he just gets oh, shot. Oh, Winter Soldier. I thought we were talking about Doctor Strange. Oh, no. And he just gets shot. And, you know, yeah, he, that was a good sequence. And you just got him busting through walls, trying to chase down Winter Soldier. Yeah, and then he and throws he, the <laughs> shield and he catches it. Yeah, Bro. that is a... And then, and then when we're in the hospital, you know, and you got Natasha and Cap just looking at it. You know, they think he dies? Dude, oh. Yeah, man. They really, they nailed that movie, dude. That was a good movie. It was so good. <laughs> oh. I wish they had done a little bit more, a little bit more to explain how Nick Fury is alive. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like as far as that goes, it felt like one of those situations where it was like, 
He's a spy. Of course he has a way out and a way to trick people into thinking he's dead when he's really alive and hiding in a secret bunker. <laughs> you know what I mean? It felt like one of those things. Um, but that's like, I think, literally my only complaint from the whole movie. Oh, dude. I forgot. That was like right after when he was in his in his car. <laughs> and uh, when Nick Fury's in, the ca- in his car. And <gasps> oh, yeah. He just gets messed up. Yeah, that was a good scene, too. That was really good. Yeah, for real. When he, like, yeah, when he, the cops pull up next to him. Yeah. And then, oh, man, I forgot about that scene. I'm going to have to rewatch that. Yeah, that's a good movie, dude. Yo, know, I've been getting into uh, Baron Zemo. Yeah, he's, he's... I've been really liking him. He's a good villain, dude. Yeah. He's a good anti-hero, I suppose, technically, because... Not villain, because even in, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, he was just doing the quote-unquote good to achieve his ends. Um, man, what a phenomenal movie. Yeah. And Doctor Strange... Uh, it, it, it was good. Really, really good. You know, incredible. As I, as I would even say incredible, you know. Um, and it, I mean, it was the introduction into the more magic side. Yeah. Well, that's not true at all, because we got magic in Thor. But it was the introduction to, like, mystical. Sorcery. Yes, sorcery. And it was... Dark magic. Well. Yeah, there was some dark magic. I mean, Kaecilius and the Dark Dimension. And, oh. and obviously the Dormammu, I've come to bargain thing. That's iconic now. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's just a meme at this point. Yeah, it's, that's pretty funny. Man, that is a good movie. No, I still gotta stick with yeah, Captain. I mean, we went on a tangent about it first. Yeah, this one's gonna be tough for me because both of these, in my opinion, aren't that good. Uh, Captain America: The First Avenger versus Guardians of the Galaxy Two. First Avenger. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You Guardians Two. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Really? No. If it was First Avenger versus Guardians One, Guardians One. Yeah. But yeah. Guardians 2, I don't know. I think I gotta go first Avenger. You know, I think... Um, that one's, yeah, that one's good. I really hate Ego. Yeah. I hate Ego. And I especially hate the final battle between Peter and Ego. Yeah, with the Pac-Man scene where he turns into Pac-Man. Yeah, but I mean, that, even not that, apart from that joke, like that whole... That whole battle, as far as I'm concerned, was just straight up dumb. You know, I didn't like any part of that. Yeah, but we got the baby group phenomenon. Yeah, that is true. It was funny. It was still really funny. Oh, yeah, dude. All the Guardians movies are funny. The two Guardians movies are funny. <laughs> the two ones we have. Out. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I really don't like Guardians 2 all that much. I, I've been getting into them more. I've been getting in. I, I really want to buy a graphic novel. Yeah. There's a Drax graphic novel I want to get. I am interested in Drax because his backstory is interesting to me. And he's a cool character. He looks cool, too. He was really good in the game. I liked that there was that. I still have to play that. Yeah, you should. I still like that there's the, um, there's that aspect of his character that I don't think the, the MCU has really pulled on enough. Um, wherein, like, especially in, like, the game they really hit it home. The fact that like the only thing his wants is to be, he wants is to be reunited with his wife and daughter. Yeah. Um, and even, I'm not going to spoil it obviously. Cause I know you want to play it at some point and I know you will. Oh, really bad. Um, once you get your PS five, I'll give you the disc. Um, <laughs> but there's this part where something happens and they like have to go inside of Drax's mind and 
I think this is, again, I haven't played it since for like a year and a half, so I'm butchering this. But they like have to go basically inside of Drax's mind and convince him that this isn't real life and that's not like his, whatever, what he's seeing is not his real daughter and it's super emotional. And there's like, when you do play the game, I'll remind you of this again because you're going to forget, obviously, by the time you play it. But when you get to nowhere, take the time to talk to Drax. Because that interaction is really interesting. You get a really good insight into that character. Well, yeah, usually I usually I don't like um, like dialogue in games. Yeah, or I don't know, like a talk, taking time to talk to just side characters when yeah. I'm free roaming. But ever since I've been playing The Witcher Three, I've been doing that a lot, yeah. and I've been realizing it's pretty important to do that yeah. and i can get some good stuff from talking to the characters oh for sure yeah in those style of games like you get so much good information i love i love games like that where like you get to pick your own dialogue yes yeah, like an open world expansive rpg yeah i love those dude oh sorry no, go ahead. i want them to bring back telltale games yeah i love telltale games i think they're making another one they had a guardians of the galaxy one they did. I forgot about that. I never played it though. I um, I played. A, I think I only ever did Wolf Among Us, which was phenomenal. And there's a Game of Thrones one, but I never finished a Game of Thrones one. I don't think I bought like the final three episodes or whatever. I only did the Batman. The Batman one was. I didn't finish that one either. I don't think. I know they had like a black and white version. Yeah. For some reason, those games are really hard for me to finish. Like, every time, it took me, like, six tries to finish A Wolf Among Us. But I don't know. For some reason, like, those games have a way of, like, drawing me in, and then I lose interest. Even though, like, not lose interest, but, like, I forget that the game exists. Even though I was playing it, like, two days ago. Not literally, like, two days ago as from now, but, like, I'll be playing the game, and I'll play it for, like, maybe three, four days straight. And then one day I won't. And I'll forget that it exists, <laughs> and then I'll come back to it like a year later. No, I I don't know why they stopped making. They, like, didn't like the company have something wrong or something like that? Like, oh, I have no them. idea. They did a Walking Dead one, right? Or did, they've done right. a couple Walking Dead ones, yeah, I and know. a couple Borderlands ones. Did Borderlands? Yeah, it's ones? called Tales from the Borderlands. Ooh. I think the second one is literally called More Tales from the Borderlands. Just, is that just an, like an expansion or something like that? I think it's a separate game. I don't know if it has the same characters. Like I said, I haven't. I never played the Borderlands one, um, and I haven't followed the Telltale games a while, for a while. Um, so I have no idea. But but yeah, they're good. I forgot. I forgot those existed until just now. It's a good point. We should do a video game bracket. Yes. Ooh, How would we decide what games? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's. We'll, cool. we'll figure that out because I like that. Wait, what do we decide? Captain America or Guardians 2? Captain America. Okay. <laughs> we, t- we talked about it for like four minutes and then moved on and talked about everything else. Dude, I can already tell that I'm going to tear up during Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I mean, we all know who's going to die. Maybe the whole team. Nah, not the whole team. I think if anybody's going to die, it's going to be Drax and Rocket. I don't think anybody else is going to die. Definitely Drax or Rocket, if not both. I would like... I want... This is going to sound bad. I want Drax to die. Um, and if he doesn't die, I'll be a little upset. But if Rocket doesn't die and he gets to, like, fly off into the great unknown with his little otter lady, I'll be co- I'll be cool with that, you know? 
we, we talked about this last episode, though. <laughs> or maybe the one before that. But anyways, moving on. The next matchup we have Spider-Man Far From Home versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, crap. Homecoming, I think. Homecoming. I think the... Um, man, are we just going to agree on everything? Well... <laughs> I know you really like Mysterio. I thought you were going to say Far From Home. I was going to. I don't know. I feel like Far From Home is much too expansive in that it tries to cover too much ground. Like, both, like, physical ground in that they travel all of Europe, but also, like, lit- like the metaphorical ground. Like, the story, I feel, moves too quick. Whereas Homecoming is, you know, super focused to me, it feels like. And I, I, I like that a lot. I really do like how they stay in New York in that one, too. Yeah, for sure. And it's... it's well, it's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, you know? Mm. I mean, he's literally running around parks and, like, suburban areas and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, this in that one, he ha- still, you know, has his fresh start as a Spider-Man. You know, he yeah. even still has his original suit, you know? And, um, oh, man, I also really did like the Vulture, though. Yeah, the Vulture was a great villain. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton Jinx. Jinx. Double Jinx. Oh, I said it first. Shade. Yeah, no, I loved Michael Keaton. That was so great. And I think the another issue with Far From Home is that I feel like there wasn't really... There wasn't... There was... Okay, here, how am I going to phrase this? I feel like in No Way Home and in Homecoming, there was a more definitive moment in the movie where you could tell that Peter grew. Mm-hmm. You know, like, obviously in Homecoming, it's the... You hate this scene. But he's like, come on, Spidey! Come on, Spidey! <laughs> you know, that, that is... <laughs> I like that scene. It's just, well, I don't... It's like, because he says, come on, Spidey, you think it's stupid. I, I just I just can't... It is a little Not dumb, laugh every time. Yeah, it is a little come dumb. Come on, Spider-Man! <laughs> yeah, but I, I love that scene. Because, to me, before No Way Home came out, that was the moment Peter became Spider-Man. Obviously, we know that... Well, I guess we don't know. We won't know until the next Spider-Man movie comes out. But ultimately, I think it'll come out that he hasn't become Spider-Man until Aunt May dies. Spoiler mm. alert. <laughs> but, it's been um, out a while. Yeah, for sure. If you haven't um, watched it by now, you... <laughs> yeah, you're not living. <laughs> um, but I think Far From Home, the, the, the part where Peter grows is obviously in the end where he uses his spider sense and doesn't fall for Mysterio's tricks. Right, but that didn't really have as much of an emotional impact as these other two moments to me felt to me, you know. Yeah, and um, another scene, a scene that kind of stuck with me for a while, and this is a really good one of the one of the greatest scenes in the MCU. It's the car scene with um, Vulture. Yeah, right before they drop him off at Homecoming. Yeah, and and Vulture knows, you know. Yeah, right when he figures it out. And Peter's just crapping his pants. That was crazy. And then he just lays a gun on the dash, you know, or something like that. Yeah, no, you're right. Dude. Yeah, he just whips the gun out and is like, yeah, I'll shoot you in the head. And then, you know, you we, we in that one, we see more a fatherly figure from Tony. You know, takes yes. away the suit. Well, in every other Spider-Man movie, Tony's been dead. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that, that movie fosters that relationship really, you know, oh, yeah. and that, and that makes his death, well, Spider-Man's dusting 
and then um, <laughs> Tony's death in Endgame, you know, so emotional is because solely because of Homecoming, oh, right? Yeah. Because if if they hadn't had that in Homecoming, they had had that sort of combative father son relationship, you know, it wouldn't have been as emotional. Because yeah. it, I mean, you would t- you'd feel bad for Tony because it was literally like, yeah, he still brought the kid, but there was there wasn't a relationship between them. Uh, the ending fight scene in Homecoming was amazing. Yeah, that was really good. With the plane. Yeah, but yeah, I guess you could say it's an amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I don't know. The fight scene with Mysterio was very impactful. You know, when like he can sense where the gun is. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's impactful because that's where um, his whole identity gets revealed. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Which is did. obviously the impetus for one of the best movies in the MCU, in my personal opinion. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't really like the end. I thought I didn't like that it turned out. I didn't like that it was just drones. I really that didn't like that. stupid. I hated that. I didn't like that. Because it, it, it makes me realize that because Mysterio's whole thing is like he yeah, can stick his magic, and and I mean you know even in the comics he's a stunt double who knows how to who who knows how to mess with people's minds with just average illusions yeah yeah and if if he uses drones he can't have that all the time you know and they destroy all of the drones and it's just like you know what 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 what's he got now so I I don't know. Yeah, it took a little bit away from that villain. It was an interesting, like it was, it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was really excited for some Mysterio magic, you know, mm. like in the, when when the trailer first came out and you could see like the runes from his his yeah. hand things. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting, especially coming after or coming a little ways after Doctor Strange, yeah. you know. Did we decide Homecoming was better? Definitely. Good, because yeah. I picked it <laughs> <laughs> in the bracket. No, that, that, that movie was good. Uh, this one is, this one is, I don't know. I feel like at first I thought this was going to be a tough one, but I think you're going to be, I think I know what you're going to say. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings versus Iron Man 3. What are you going to say here? Iron Man three, really? Yeah, I'm I'm saying Shang Chi, dude. I don't I'm know. Saying Shang Chi, you're gonna rock paper scissors it. <laughs> you probably should because yeah. we're never gonna come to an agreement. No, I just think like I really like. You know what? I can't believe that it took those two together because they both have the ten rings. Yeah, what a weird coincidence. Yeah, that, are we living in a simulation? What is going on? <laughs> um, I just think I think hmm, the emotional development of Tony and Iron Man three is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um. And I really like that part, but I don't necessarily like the villain. You know, as much as I love Guy Pierce, is it Guy Pierce? I believe so. As much as I love Guy, Guy Pierce, Guy, Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri. As much as I love Guy Ritchie, um, <laughs> how many guys named Guy are there? I was such a stupid name. <laughs> Anyways, as much as I love him, and I thought he did a really good job, I just didn't like that villain. You yeah. know. I think it would have been, and then the fact that they commandeered, I don't know, I think it would have been much more interesting if it was, man, I don't know. No, it's tough. I can't change my mind on that one. I, um, you know, I mean, I've mentioned the whole DVD thing 
that I had when I was little. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Iron Man 3 was one of those. And I would watch Iron Man 3 on repeat. Yeah. And I I still love that movie yeah. to this day. And look, I think Iron Man 3 is my favorite Iron Man movie. That's fair. I think I think definitely not 2. I don't like 2 at all. I like 2. Um, but that's just because I really like um, Mickey Mickey Rourke. Yeah, whereas I haven't seen... I've seen stuff with him, but I haven't seen that much, so I don't really have an opinion on Mickey Rourke in general. Um, but I, I really like the Mandarin, uh, Shang-Chi's dad, the Mandarin. I thought he was a great villain. Yeah, he was really um, good. It was tough, because I really do like that movie a lot. Yeah. But I am going to have to stick with... I think the part about Iron Man 3 that I dislike the most, though, was like the fire thing. Like the fire powers. Oh, how he can like shoot fire out of his mouth. Yeah, that too. But like the fire in general, like anybody, any anybody, not even just the fire breathing, but like the fact that they had fire powers. I didn't like that. Well, it I, didn't fit the tone of the movie as far as I was concerned. I like I like how in Iron, Iron you know Iron Man three it really shows how um, how smart Tony actually is because he I mean he just bought items from Home Depot and made weapons with them. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, yeah, and it it showed that. Tony Stark is Iron Man, even without the suit. Oh yeah, even without that, yeah, you know, um, even though he loses that lesson and continues to build an infinite number of suits, yeah, <laughs> blows them all instantly. up, <laughs> blows them all up at the end, and then he's like, "Hey, you know, I think I could." Yeah, yeah. I um, let's let's rock paper scissors though. Should we do a since coin? We're not going to agree. Should we do a coin flip so the odds are actual? Like, do we have a coin? Because that's what they do in the NFL. I, think, I believe. I'm not really a football man. I have a coin. They do a coin flip at the beginning of the game, yeah. Oh, I don't watch football, so I don't know. What do you think? They, they coin... You don't have a quarter. You're going to coin flip a nickel? Yeah, it'll work. Oh, that sucks, dog. Is there tails? Uh, tails never fails. Oh, fuck. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's how I always do it. Oh, wait, I do have a quarter. Oh, just do it. That was a terrible flip. <laughs> you are the worst. Is it tails? Yeah. Let's go, baby. Shane Chi for the win. That's fair though. I, I don't. I don't hate that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have hated it. Hated it if Iron Man three won either. But okay, here we go. Moving on. Oh, this is an easy one. Avengers: Age of Ultron versus Eternals. Eternals. <laughs> Just kidding. Avengers: Age of Ultron. We don't even have anything to say yeah. there. Um, I love Ultron as a villain. He was great. I think this is going to be another easy one. Iron Man one versus Thor: The Dark World. Iron Man one. Day. Iron Man I mean, one. come on, that's set up MCU. Yeah, for sure. But obviously, even further than that, Thor: The Dark World is just a god awful movie, as far as I'm concerned. It ain't, I mean, it is somehow worse than the first Thor. It ain't great, but I love Thor as well. That uh, Thor is like that one's tough though because they really they wanted to do the mythology aspect. Yeah, but they kept adding like sci-fi aspects into it, and it was just a weird mixture that didn't work. You know, and obviously they got it right with Thor Ragnarok. I think that's a a perfect mixture of mythology versus sci fi. How oh, funny it'd be if I if, if we had to flip a coin for that one and I won. I would have been so mad, dude. That's a terrible pick. <laughs> okay, um Avengers this is another easy one, I think. Avengers Infinity War versus Thor. Infinity War. I yeah. Mean. I mean, we've gassed up Avengers Infinity War so much. Yeah. I mean, not even like the first Thor movie isn't even bad. It's okay. But it's not good, as far as I'm concerned. What's up with his eyebrows in that one? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why his eyebrows? I remember when Thor Ragnarok came out, and it, everybody was like, this is one of the best movies 
of the MCU because obviously recency bias, but everybody was talking it up, and I kept seeing memes where it was like the whole Thor trilogy is just Thor trying to become okay with his natural colored eyebrows <laughs> because in each of the three movies it slowly gets darker. <laughs> <laughs> they bleach it less and less. Oh, man. That was such a stupid choice to bleach his eyebrows. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for. You know, remember that scene in the first Thor movie where they were like, um, it was when they're attacking the Jotuns and uh, Odin comes in to save everybody. Oh, yeah. And Thor is like, Father, we can beat them together. And Odin just goes, Silence! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like he doesn't even like say it or yell it. He just goes silence. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That whole movie's just horrible. And then the final, the final battle is not that good. Yeah, no, that was terrible. That was a dumb. He idea. just lays the hammer on him. And I maintain that Loki's a horrible villain. He's just not compelling. You would think that would crush his chest. The hammer. Yeah, or at least I do mean, some damage. Well, I mean, he couldn't breathe very well. Obviously, I suppose it's like. Mm, that is a good point, but no, actually, I don't know if that's true because I, because it doesn't. It's not like when Thor sets it down, it suddenly weighs a million pounds. I don't. I don't even know the logics. You know, I mean, well, it's magic, obviously. I mean, you know, and and Tony and Cap made fun of that in Age of, at the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah. Like, it, what was it like? Hey, if you were going to go in an elevator or something like that, you know, and that begs an interesting question because is. Do you think Vision is alive? Because definitely from WandaVision, I feel like he's alive. I'd say. But here's the next question. Is he actually alive? Or is his AI so advanced that it can imitate life? No, I'm stumped. Mm. And then furthermore, (laughs) if Vision is alive, I would be interested to know why he's worthy. That's fair. I would be interested to know. That was a funny scene. Yeah, where he picks it up. Yeah, he just hands it to him. I mean, that, but that scene in, in Avengers Age of Ultron, you know, where they're um, right before, oh my god, that whole sequence, where it's like the end of the party, and they're all trying to pick up the hammer, oh, and yeah. then Ultron charges in, that is an incredible scene, because it does so much. In the beginning, it sets up the fact that the Avengers are actually homies, right? Which is something that we don't see anywhere else, really, you know? That is the only major aspect where we see them as friends. Um, and then obviously the battle scene is incredible. And then the um, the delivery of those lines by James Spader is perfect. Oh, that was great. Perfect. It was such a bone-chilling scene, too. Oh, yeah. When he was like, there are no strings on me. Yeah. And he was, he was like, you want to save the world, but you don't want it to change. <laughs> Man, so good. I'm going to have to watch Avengers Age of Ultron again. <laughs> Um, moving on, Doctor Strange, this is another easy one, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness versus Captain America Civil War. Civil War. Goes without saying, I think. We've talked about how bad, well, I think we've talked about both of those really enough yeah. overall. Another super easy one, Avengers versus Captain Marvel. <laughs> no, I still haven't even seen Captain Marvel. You haven't seen it at all? I watched like half of it. Oh my god, that is insane. I never really wanted to yeah but i just can't believe you didn't see it once mm. wow it came to disney plus and i um wow. I, I started it and i just i just i don't know i just that is crazy to me really yeah for real i can't i mean like i i get maybe not re-watching it 
But man, not seeing it once. Mm, I don't know. I just never really... God, I mean, it's a terrible movie, but still. <laughs> um, this is another stupid easy one. Black Widow versus Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, oh, I think this is a... No, this is easy. Black Panther Wakanda Forever versus Ant-Man. I go Wakanda Forever. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Yeah. I think, well... can't believe I even thought about it for a second. I, yeah, I can't believe you did either, but... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, as much as I I love the first Ant-Man, Wakanda Forever is a masterpiece, right? Like, the cinematography alone is beautiful. I mean, we've done a whole review on that. I think twice, you know, accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we are now into the, um, I don't know what you would call this. Phase two bracket. <laughs> uh, Thor, Love and Thunder versus round two. Oh, yeah, round two. Um, Thor, or- Love and Thunder versus Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder, unfortunately, was just not up to par. There's a lot of stupid stuff in there. Um, I loved it when we first saw it, and then I just... Yeah. I mean, obviously, the whole end battle scene is just the dumbest, the dumbest in existence. There's just a bunch of children. (laughs) God, yeah. (laughs) That was stupid. Oh, this is tough. Though I think I know what I'm going to say, and I also think I know what you're going to say. But if it went the other way, I wouldn't be too surprised or offended. Thor Ragnarok versus Black Panther 1. Oh, Black Panther 1. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. But you answered that a lot quicker than I thought you would. No, Black Panther 1. Because I also love Black Panther. You took the time to think about Black Panther Wakanda Forever versus Ant-Man, but you didn't take any time to think about Thor Ragnarok versus Black Panther. That was ridiculous, dude. I love that movie so much, dude. Yeah, it is so good. I love Killmonger. Yeah, he's a, such an incredible villain. Uh, so, yeah. I gotta go with Black Panther. Yeah, I went Black Panther, too. Oh, easy, easy money here. Captain America Winter Soldier versus Captain America First Avenger. Winter Soldier. Agreed. Uh, Winter Soldier is just a much more well-rounded film. Oh yeah, you know, not that, not that. Again, not that the first Avenger is bad. Um, it is just much different, much less cohesive. Yeah, I and, mean, and Winter Soldier was also the introduction to Falcon. That is also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that that introduction felt pretty natural to me. I love you know? that the the first scene with them. You know, yeah, it was like on your left. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Ooh. Spider-Man Homecoming versus Shansi and the Ten Rings, Legend of the Ten Rings. Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? Yeah. You know, I think I go with Spider-Man Homecoming too. I think so. I think, um, again, Spider-Man Homecoming has that emotional aspect that Shang-Chi just frankly doesn't. Yeah. Um, and you're right, like that, that scene with Michael Keaton is in the car, I should say, not just <laughs> need a little more context yeah. than just that Michael Keaton scene. Um, the one in the car is there's there's no I can't think of a single scene in Shang Chi that has that level of like gravity, mm-hmm. I suppose. You know? Oh yeah, I forgot. We also got Shocker in that movie too. Um yeah, for just a little bit. You know, I for, I completely forgot the whole premise of that movie. And that was they were stealing technology from uh, from uh, Avengers One. What were they called? The Achari, the Chitari, Chitari. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that too. I did too. You know what? That was a 
first setup for Sinister Six too. That's right. And we are still waiting on that because Scorpion was uh... Matt Gargan. Dude, I well, can't... even didn't the post credit scene set up a little bit? Like there yeah. it was like a like it was a... you could see Doc Ock's arms and. Are they still doing that Sinister Six movie? I hope so. I hope four is Sinister Sinister Six. I think they're. I think. I think they're doing a Sinister a solo Sinister Six movie. Are they still doing Craven? I guess I haven't heard. As much. far as I know, I, I think they finished filming a while ago. I haven't heard much about it. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. Any updates? Aaron Taylor Johnson. But I'm excited because I really like it. I love Craven. I was gonna say Aaron, Aaron Taylor. I love Craven. Um, yeah, he's my favorite Spider-Man villain of all time. About your point, I don't think they're going to do Sinister Six for four, because three is basically Sinister Six. That's true. It, they, the, the concepts are too similar, in yeah. my opinion. I wonder who they're going to do for Spider-Man 4. Who's the, what's the villain going to be? Mm, that's a toughie, still man. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Daredevil villain. Kingpin. I would love to see that, but they won't. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, because he's obviously going to have to be the main villain for Daredevil. Plus, he's going to be in the Echo show. Could set up uh, Miles in this movie, though. I bet they do. If they don't set up Miles in this... I'll freak out. I'll lose my stuff. I'd be willing to bet money on the fact that they set up Miles in this movie. At least least bring in Miles himself. I mean, I don't care if they don't even... Yeah, they don't even have to give him powers yet. Just introduce the character as far as I'm concerned. We could get polka dot man. Oh no, I was gonna say, uh, or isn't that DC? No, it, it's the dot bro. Dot bro. That's, that's his name. No, uh, the he's like he's like white with like black dots on him, like and like you know he's the main villain in 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 the across the Spider Verse now. I guess he's pretty big in the comics. I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who you're talking about. I'll have to do some research on that. Huh? It could be Scorpion. Because we haven't gotten... It very well could be. We haven't gotten anything for him. Yeah, and they or, did set that up in... I was going to say, or Electro. But we just got it. Yeah, unfortunately, I doubt we're going to get another Electro movie. That's pretty fresh. We could get hot. We If if the actor of Ned loses a lot, a lot of weight, we could get Hobgoblin. Well, I mean, even in No Way Home, dude, he looked like a whole new person. Dude, he was lost insane. so much weight. But I'm talking like abs, you know, because he's going to have to play a villain. Well, he doesn't need to have abs. Yeah, I guess it's true. You know? I mean, well, look at Tenoch Huerta. Look at Namor. Yeah, but he still has abs. He's just a little... No, he doesn't. He has abs. He does not have abs. There's definition. Dude, no. He's a little fluffy. Well, yeah, he's fluffy. And that's okay. No, I don't think he has abs, dude. <laughs> he's fluffy, and that's okay. Oh, damn, you're right. <laughs> I was like, dude, he's got abs. Dang, I haven't seen that movie since it came out. But yeah, I, I'll admit, I was wrong. I seriously thought he didn't have any. I'm just trying to think of a superhero that doesn't have abs in the MCU. Ned Leeds, he's my hero. Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Nah, he still has abs under those under that fat. His his stomach, his fat still had abs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there is one now that you say that. No. But anyways, I they could do it here, but I don't think that's going to be it either. I'm really trying to think of other Spider-Man villains that we haven't gotten yet. Yeah. Craven. Yeah, but he's getting his own movie. And my guess is that he's going to be another anti-hero. Could bring back, could do Vulture again. It's probably going to be Venom. Because we got that little bit of Eddie Brock that stayed here. That's right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that until just now. Well, it could lead into Secret Wars, you know, because... Yeah, with the, with the symbiote suit. Yeah. That would be dope. I love that. But 
that's actually another good point because I feel like personally, as much as I want to see like that in Spider-Man four, I think they should wait with the black suit until secret wars because you know, obviously the comics, that was the first appearance. Yeah. Yeah. It depends though. How far, how, how far apart. Um, I mean, secret wars isn't until like 2026. And I would imagine, yeah, I would imagine Spider-Man, they've already started writing it. Yeah, I saw that. So I would imagine Spider-Man 4 is probably 25. I thought they started filming it the other day. That's what I saw. Or Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I, all I saw was that Kevin Feige said that they just started writing it, so I can't, I wouldn't imagine they started filming already. Man, I really, but I don't know. I really hope that this one stays good, because all of the Spider-Man movies have been good. Yeah. There hasn't been a bad one. Yeah, the worst one is Far From Home. But that, even that one's good. Yeah. We could get a, a, a Sinister Six. I'm not going to lie. They could. No, I would seriously doubt it. I, I, w- I, would, I would... As much as I would bet money that we get Miles in this, I would bet money that we don't see Sinister Six. We could see Rhino. Rhino. I didn't even think about Rhino. I forgot about him. We only got him in a slight glimpse in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Who was the villain in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 1? Lizard. That's right. Lizard. That's a choice. I don't think they Oh, wait, no. Li- I forgot Lizard was in No Way Home. Oh, yeah, he was. I forgot that, too. He really didn't have a big part, though. No, he not didn't. As, not as much as the others. Yeah, he was barely in it. He barely counts. <laughs> <laughs> um, They just had to take another... Amazing Spider-Man villain. Yeah. And they obviously only have two. And they were going to do the Green Goblin. (laughs) Ah, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) I mean, Lord. I haven't seen those movies in so long. Oh, I haven't either. I gotta watch those again. Because I've seen the Sam Raimi ones like a million times. There's a a meme that I keep seeing that, that started showing up. And it's like, it's about how Andrew Garfield changes, changes his accent in like every single scene in the amazing spider-man movies. really yeah he goes from like american to boston to like that's english so and it was just so funny but there's so many choices they could do for the fourth spider-man yeah i'm gonna have to do some i've been i've been wanting to get into spider-man lately so maybe i'll read some comics and try and find some more villains yeah no that, that's a tough one to think about yeah but moving on the next one on docket here Iron Man 2 versus Avengers Age of Ultron. I'm going Ultron. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, I told you I don't like Iron Man 2. But yeah, well, yeah. Age of Ultron wins. Yeah, I, I, I think Age of Ultron is... I used to hate Age of Ultron. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like, loved that one. I, from when it came out up until, like, last year, I did not like it at all. That movie put me in a quicksilver phase. Yeah? For so really? long. I loved quicksilver for so long. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I did not like him at all. <laughs> I didn't like that movie, though, which is so weird. I remember when it, like, obviously, when it came out, I kind of liked it. But then every rewatch since then, up until, like, yeah, literally a year ago, I was like, this is this is bad. Why am I watching this again? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, now I love it, obviously. But I still love Iron Man, too. Yeah, I don't. But I just I like that. I just like the buddy buddy cop between Rhodey and um, yeah. Iron Man in that one. I agree. I'm glad that Rhodey got some more FaceTime. I'm glad that he's getting some his own movie now, dude. In Armor Wars, yeah, that's gonna be good. He's gonna be in Secret Wars too. I'm so excited for Secret Wars. Wait, Secret Invasion is what I meant. 
Secret, secret. He's obviously going to be in Secret War, but <laughs> Secret Wars is going to be good. Um, That's going to be a good, good one. I hope so. I'm trying not to put too much hope in it, though, because there's obviously much time for it to fail. Dude, this new Avengers team is just going to be overpowered, you know, depending on who they put in it. Well, okay, so who do we have? We got Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We have Shuri. We have um, Captain Marvel. Possibly Namor if they decide to put Thrawn in there. He, he's going to be in the movie, but I don't know if I would count him in the Avengers team, you know? Yeah, I'm um, just saying, like, helpfulness, though. Will he help the Avengers? Oh, I would imagine so. There's no way they would set him up and then not bring him in for the big the big shebang movie, you know? Fantastic Four. I can't wait until Fantastic Four comes out. That's the one thing that I was thinking about while we were watching Ant-Man, is I was like, I can't wait to see the interactions between the Fantastic Four and and, and Kang. Oh. But also Namor. But I was thinking about Kang during Ant-Man, because, you know, Kang's an (laughs) Ant-Man. Believe it or not. Mr. Stereo Girl. Yeah, for real. Stole stole Janet. Gonna wife up. Oh, we're talking about Kang still. I was thinking about Namor. (laughs) <laughs> not gonna wife up Sue Storm. You want him to wife you up, dude. Whatever. Honestly, dog. <laughs> take me away to Dalokan. <laughs> hey, mama. Um, okay, this is pretty weird. Moving on. Iron Man 1 versus Avengers Infinity War. You know I'm going Infinity War. <laughs> dude, I think I gotta go Iron Man 1. Really? Yeah. Dude. That's, that's, the, that's the debut. That's the MCU debut. Yeah, but Infinity War is the culmination of that. Yeah, but Iron Man 1 is so good, too. Infinity War is the adaptation of one of the most famous comic book stories of all time. Infinity War is the culmination of every single Marvel movie. Does Infinity War have Rhodey saying, next time, baby? (laughs) No, no, they don't. Yeah, but did you know know that that's not even the same Rhodey? I know. So, gosh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm so happy they switched roadies. Yeah, I didn't like that guy, but I didn't know him from anything. I didn't. Oh, uh, he's an empire. empire. James yeah, but, Brandon. But I never saw that. I, I really. Was, I want to. Yeah. I know Jesse Smollett is in it for a little while. Smollett. That sounds like a French dish. Smollett. Would you like I'm sure he would love to hear that information. Would you like to Do you want to flip the coin again then for Iron Man or Avengers Infinity War? Okay, but here's the deal. I don't know. I'm trying to think about it right now. Well, look, obviously the story for Infinity War is better. Um, obviously the cinematography for Infinity War is better. Obviously the villain for Infinity War is better. Um, obviously um, the acting in Infinity War is better in general. Mm. In general. Obviously the writing for Infinity War is better. <laughs> okay. Obviously, CGI. Well, you can't really use that because you know it's like a ten-year difference, so that doesn't count. Um, I think. I think. I think. Uh, I think. I think it kind of speaks for itself. Fine. No, I'm just. I'm just kidding. You can flip the coin if you. If you think. I don't. Iron well, Man no. I'm, deba- I'm debating it right now. You know. It's just Here's a thing. tough choice. Here's the thing. I think the only reason you're picking Iron Man is nostalgia. Is nostalgia definitely? Uh, I mean, that's which big, is fair. It's it, a fair reason for it's sure. A, it's a big factor. For, all right. Yeah. Infinity War does make more sense. Because, I mean, I got to I gotta think about Infinity. I got to well, think about... Here, here's, here's the way that I usually put into words, and I think this might be accurate for you, is you enjoy Iron Man more, but Infinity War is objectively a better movie. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I, I think... 
I think I've said that earlier. Maybe I haven't, but that is definitely the way that I feel about some of these movies. Like, there's ones that I enjoy more, but other movies are better, and I would pick them over the other. Yeah. Um, I guess nothing really can top top the the blimping scene. You know. Yeah, the end. That was one of the heartbreaking. <laughs> that was one of the best scenes in. Yeah, the emotion there. How they didn't play any music, that still gets me. Yeah, it was eerie. Yeah, it was unnerving. It was incredible. Uh, that one's fair. Um, <clears throat> ooh, I know what I'm going to pick, and I also think I know what you're going to pick. Captain America Civil War versus Avengers 1. Civil War. Oh, I was wrong. I thought you would pick Avengers. Yeah. I also think Civil War. Civil War just, it, it, I mean, it brought, it, it, Debuted two new characters. Yeah, Spider-Man and Black Panther, who are both two of your favorites yeah. and my favorites, let's be honest. Yeah, it, um, we got a, we finally get a fight between Cap and Tony. Yes. Which was... Building up forever. Yeah. Since Avengers 1. And then we got... I mean, of course, we get B- I mean, Bucky, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. Such a good villain. That, Whoa! Oh, that scene with Baron Zemo and Black Panther right at the end in the snow. Yeah, dude, where he stops him from killing himself, and he just takes the helmet and just, you know. Yeah, when he is <clears> listening <throat> to that, his the voicemail, and then he deletes it. Oh man! That, okay, yeah, that was crazy. As much as I love the first Avengers movie, I love Civil War. Yeah. See, here's the thing about the Avengers: is I know for a fact that the only reason that I like the Avengers is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Because going back, when I look at it, I'm like, this movie does not hold up. Yeah. Like, looking back, every single time I've gone back to rewatch it, I was like, this is the worst Avengers movie. You know, like, the the writing is not as good. Um, the CGI isn't incredible. It felt childish at times. It definitely did. I hated Captain America's suit. It was horrible. Yeah. It looked great. I hated that. I, I also that. hated Loki's suit in that one, too. Oh, yeah. And and again, I don't really like Loki as a villain, so that obviously plays a part in that. But I'm in such a Marvel mood right now. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. I really want to read some more comics. I, I still have. This is the matchup of the century, dude. This is actually, this is a crazy one. This is probably going to get heated between us. Spider-Man No Way Home versus... Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Oh, man. This is a toughie. We debate this one even. With I know. I definitely say Spider-Man. It's more consistently good, in my opinion. Dude, this one is tough, bro. I can't. Oh, Here, I'll, I'll give the reasons why I think Spider-Man is better. Um, and I've done this before, so you probably know some of these. But I think Spider-Man... Well, actually, why don't I start with Wakanda Forever and the reasons that I don't think it's better? Because I think that's easier. I think if it weren't for... The final, you know, the climax being, and and the Riri Williams thing, her being pointless in that movie, <laughs> I think if not for those, maybe Black Panther beats it for me. But I just don't think the movie is incredible, except for those little parts, right? And so it's almost like a 10 for me. But then Spider-Man No Way Home is consistently good, you know, hit after hit after hit. You know what I mean? There isn't a single scene in that movie that I think is bad or out of place. Which is, and this is crazy because obviously 
Namor is my new favorite Marvel character. I love the Black Panther. When Shuri was the Black Panther in the comics, I loved it. So I'm glad I'm, as much as it sucks that Chadwick Boseman isn't there, seeing Shuri as Black Panther is much better than if they'd chosen M'Baku, in my opinion. There's just so much pain. I know. And emotion in in No Way Home and Wakanda. Yeah, right. They both had, in the cinematography, and both of them were so good. Dude, this is just a tough one. I know. Right now, in my head, like the 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 scenes that stick out to me in um, Spider Man No Way Home is obviously the 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 Spidey sense scene where he figures out that um, Peter Tingle. Yes, the Peter Tingle scene where he figures out that um, <clears throat> uh, Osborne isn't Osborne anymore. He's the Green Goblin. It's that. Versus the opening scene of Black Panther. The, yeah, yeah. The scene that, that keeps drawing me back to No Way Home is the hallway fight scene. Yes. That's the scene that keeps drawing me back. But then I keep thinking about Wakanda forever. And I keep thinking about a bunch of the Namor scenes. And that's just tying me yeah. back in. And I'm just like, what do I do here? You yeah, know? I know. I might flip a coin for myself. Honestly. Yeah. I might have to go Black Panther. Okay. Flip the coin to see who, see which it is. Heads or tails? Uh, tails never fails, baby. I'm already one for one. Now that I said that, it's going to be heads. Watch. Son of a... It was tails. Ain't no way, dude. No. Ain't no way. I'm telling you, we live in a simulation, and I'm just, I'm just the, altering it right the, now. The thing is, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, in a, in a feud one, I would have been fine with it, right? Like, I think like Wakanda Forever is like a 9.5 out of 10 and yeah. No Way Home is a 10 right so it's obviously super close yeah I, yeah that's fair I like that yeah um, next up I think this is another easy one Avengers Endgame versus Black Panther I go Black Panther I was just gonna say that I was worried you were gonna Panther. go Endgame I was like ain't no way no I think like I, I think the the first act of Endgame is better than Black Panther but I think as soon as the time travel gets in, it ruins it for me. And so I have to pick Black Panther because Black Panther is... The first 45 minutes of Endgame is a 10. But then the rest of the movie is like, you know, a 7. Yeah. Whereas Black Panther is consistently like an 8.5 for me through the, throughout the whole movie. Uh, yeah, not only that, but Black Panther is the whole the album. Yeah, I gotta include that. Yeah, the album so really makes me tie back into that what did what did endgame have huh what songs do they play <laughs> the avengers theme oh i don't know i'm just kidding <laughs> okay yeah that's it good that's a, that's, man they really hit gold with that theme though let's be honest yeah it's a meme song now too oh that yeah, is so black Panther's definitely deserving oh for sure say. and i think that's i don't think that's a hot take dude this does smell good yeah, it right. smells like cotton candy for yeah, I know. It smells like strawberry lemonade and green tea. I was thinking cotton candy. Then, wow, did you guess that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, next up, Captain America Winter Soldier versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Winter Soldier for me. I was just, yeah. But, yeah. Again, I think the thing is that, like... That movie had so much good shots. Yes. The shots in that movie were so... For a Marvel movie... Yeah, yeah. I think Spider-Man Homecoming is like a seven and a half or an eight, whereas I think Winter Soldier is like a nine. 
Well, the whole movie, you know, he's basically in hiding. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting. And you know, Hydra, Hydra took over Shield. They figured out a way, you know, yeah. and it, you know, and then there's that, there's that scene where like, well, and they almost killed Doctor Strange. Yeah. What? Hydra almost killed Doctor Strange. His name is on that list of targets. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they also show, um, obviously, Bruce Banner. Um, but I think Doctor Strange is the only one that I remember that at that point we hadn't come in contact with yet. Because Winter Soldier is 2014. And I don't think Doctor Strange was until 2016. Well, here's something wild. Wakanda was... Um was uh showed up in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I didn't know that until I watched like an Easter egg thing. Yeah. Well that's how they meet. That's how Ultron gets the vibranium. Oh Claw. yeah, that's right. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's Claw. a good scene too. Claw. I love Claw. Well I, I like that scene where um Ultron freaks out and cuts off Claw's arm. Dude, that yeah. scene was scary. Yeah. I that shows that like just how like unstable he is in like but like in a different way from the way that we already knew obviously um he's emotionally unstable right because he was quick to anger and he lashed out and he cut the dude's arm off yeah without even hesitating yeah for no reason really yeah that was a that was because he compared him to tony stark because he literally used a phrase from tony stark and because he was made by tony stark but he hates his creator just like pinocchio Pinocchio doesn't hate his creator, but it's like Frankenstein, oh. which interestingly enough, Pinocchio's, Pinocchio is the inverse of Frankenstein, right? So Dr. Frankenstein makes Frankenstein's monster, realizes he's an abomination, shuns him, and all Frankenstein receives from that point on is hate. And he takes that and internalizes that and becomes hateful, right? Like he, he wants to kill Dr. Frankenstein, right? But Pinocchio, he's made by Geppetto. And um, obviously, he's also an abomination, right? Because it is this wooden thing that is alive. Um, and this is, most of this is, because my thinking is on the, the Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I don't know if this is necessarily the same for the traditional story. But Pinocchio gets this constant hate. The same hate that Frankenstein's monster gets. But Pinocchio returns it with love and joy and that's the difference but it's the same story yeah and the, i mean it's a that's similar with ultron right and that's why he sings there's no strings on me from pinocchio because he sees himself as pinocchio Damn. <laughs> no one deep yeah. yeah what's the next movie we have uh oh here we go oh another easy one avengers age of ultron speaking of ultron um versus avengers infinity war Age of Ultron. No. <laughs> You're kidding, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. You have to be worried for a second there. I think it is close, though. Yeah. Like, not not super close, but I think it's fairly close. You know? I don't know. Infinity War just had a more of an impact yeah. than Age of Ultron did. Because I think everybody... Yeah, you know, I, don't, I mean, we don't really hear much about Ultron anymore. Well, dude, I remember when the Infinity War trailer dropped. Oh, everyone lost their shit. Literally, we stopped my anatomy and physiology class to to watch it. Really? Yeah, like we all like we stopped. We were like the Infinity War trailer dropped, and we watched it, and we were all going ham in the middle of my A and P class. It was ridiculous. 
Dang, oh, was it? Yeah, it was A and P because it was Mr. Johnson's room. It was Yo, wild. I got a teacher named Mr. Johnson. Whoa, it's almost like Johnson is a really common name. <laughs> Not everyone named Johnson is a teacher. I don't understand how that helps you. <laughs> was he bald? He was bald. Yeah. What if it's the same guy? Did he have a beard? No. Uh. Yeah. No. Infinity War. Yeah. It, and it has this in Infinity War's favor. Obviously, is the fact that, like we said, you know, it was ten years worth of buildup. Yeah. Whereas Avengers: Age of Ultron didn't really have that. But to be fair, Infinity War wouldn't have happened the way it did without Age of Ultron, right? Because if Tony hadn't made Ultron then there would be no reason for these Sokovia Accords. The Avengers wouldn't break up. And do you think if the Avengers were together, they would have beat Thanos the first time he came to Earth? I don't know. Yeah, because if Thor almost beat him, I'd say if the rest of them were there. But I think Thor beat him by surprise. That is true. Whereas if the Avengers had stayed together, they would have all been on Earth. There would be no surprise. I guess Thor still would have shown up afterwards. Have you ever seen the, mm-hmm. the meme? It was like, uh, it said like Thanos' farm and it was a video game for Thanos' farming simulator. <laughs> yeah. Walk around yeah, dude, just... I would play that. <laughs> I would play that. How it ends is you getting your head chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Man, that was a good scene in oh, Endgame. It was dark. Yeah, that emotion in that scene was wild. Thor just does it. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't blame him. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't either. But I liked that I loved the fact that after he did it, it messed him up. Yeah. Like, not well, not just the fact that he did it, but the fact that he didn't do it earlier. All of those things. Like, I love how that impacted him. It was crazy. It was a side of Thor we never have seen before. I love Thor's suit in Infinity War. Yes. The black and red. Yes. Oh, man, that was awesome. Yes. With the eye patch. Yes. I was so mad when, when Rocket gave him an eye. Yeah. I was like, the eye patch looks so cool, though. <laughs> I love Rocket. Yeah. Yo, yo, I forget Bradley Cooper plays him. Me too. Bradley Cooper is jacked enough to play like a, a real life raccoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 just dress him up as a raccoon. <laughs> just give him some spray paint, some body paint. <laughs> oh man, he's just gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> have you, completely different movie. Have you ever seen that photo? And it was um, it was uh, at the end of um, of Guardians One. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's Drax Petty. Yeah, he's got like the green suit on. He's petted James Gunn's brother's head. That is that was James Gunn's brother. Uh huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know James Gunn had a brother. His brother is uh, his brother plays in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the he's oh Sean Gunn. Yeah, Craglin. Yeah, he, I didn't know that was his brother. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy world. They look pretty similar. Someone. I, I I don't know well of them. I don't, well, I don't know either of them well enough to know their faces off the top of my head. It's okay. We're doing the set. Plus, that James Gunn looks weird now with a beard. And it, it, it's, he looks much better, but he looks different from how I originally yeah. knew him. Personally. Yeah, I'm good friends with him. Yeah. What do you call this one? Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Gunn. Jimmy Guns. Jimmy's gun. Jimmy's mom. <laughs> okay, next up. Oh, this is not actually that difficult. Captain America Civil War versus Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home. It's gotta be Spider-Man. As much as I love Civil War. Yeah, No Way Home's just a given. Man, that hurts me to just throw 
Captain America Civil War down like that. That really hurts me because I love that movie so much. Ooh, we're going to disagree. Black Panther versus Captain America so, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, I don't know. I go Winter Soldier. That's what I'm thinking right now. Because I think... Because you got me thinking about that movie. And not only is it a nostalgia, it's also such a good movie. And it's nostalgia plus actual, like, delicious cinematography and delicious filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think... um The first scene in that movie, too. It, oh, yeah. On the boat mm-hmm. with uh, George St. Pierre. I was just going to say George St. Pierre. I love George St. Pierre. One of the greatest of all time. I might have to go Winter Soldier. Really? I'm not going to lie. I really thought you were going to say Black Panther. It was a thought. I, as much as I love Killamonger and as much as I love that movie, Winter Soldier was just so good. Yeah. And I still love Captain America. Yeah, obviously. I think, But I think part also, in addition to just the fact that it's a great movie, if we're comparing these two, they're equally good. Mm. Um, I think I both give, I give them, I don't know now that I say that. They're both super high quality obviously but i lean towards captain america uh, one because i like captain america more just as a character but two winter soldier has had a greater impact on the mcu yeah that's true whereas i think obviously black panther had a greater impact on the culture like the meta culture winter soldier had a a much bigger impact in the mcu because obviously the destruction of shield huge um that ending fight scene too so gets the crap kicked out of yeah yeah that was a good that was awesome mm. it was the fact that he was willing to sacrifice himself because he thought his friend was still in there and obviously ultimately he was true but yeah well and um he was right not he was true that was stupid another thing is it's uh, late it's like midnight right now really yeah literally twelve fifteen. um my brain isn't working anymore. i know mine's just kind of dead right now um, Bucky, uh, the theme song for Bucky. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's, it's so intimidating. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so Winter Soldier's a definite. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it leads directly into Civil War, which is one of my favorites, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, dude, another heavy hitter Avengers Infinity War versus Spider Man No Way Home. No Way Home. I don't have I don't have that much of a connection with Infinity War as much as I do No Way Home because I I was close to picking that over Wakanda Forever. That is true, and I would pick Wakanda Forever over Avengers Infinity War in a heartbeat. That's true. You know, I think this is the first one for me where I'm like really thinking. You know, I feel like I maybe this isn't necessarily true. We've done a lot of movies here, but I feel like um, all the other ones I've really known right off the bat, basically. Yeah. Whereas this one, oh, they're both so. God, they're both so good. No way home is good for me. I th- and it's tough because I think No Way Home is a better movie, mm. but Infinity War has the fact that, like I like we've like we've been saying, obviously it had ten, it's a culmination of ten years worth of movies. It is one of the biggest movie events of all time, and it is arguably the most impactful in the whole MCU. Yeah. There's not a sink. I wouldn't, I would put, I would think, I think this is more impactful than Endgame as far as the broader MCU goes. 
I'm fine with Spider-Man. I'm fine with that. I can accept that. I think those are both super close. Yeah. Wow. I think I know what it's going to go down to. Yeah, it's an easy one, frankly. Captain America Winter Soldier versus Spider-Man No Way Home. It's got to be Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. It's got to be. As much as I love that movie, Spider-Man No Way Home wins. Yeah, dude, what a what a weird final matchup that was. I wasn't expecting that. At I wouldn't. All. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna guess that either. Not even a little bit. Wow, Winter Winter Soldier versus Spider Man No Way Home. I thought Spider Man would end up at least towards the end, but I didn't think Winter Soldier would make it this far. I knew No Way Home was definitely gonna be at least one of the top four. But Winter Soldier, no one expected that one. Yeah, that wasn't. That's a that's a real underdog story right there. That would just warm your heart. <laughs> <laughs> This is a real. This was a real nail biter. This bracket. That was fun. I right? liked this. We got this was this. fun. We should do this for more stuff, dude. Yeah. What else could we do this for though? Star Star Wars. Video we could do DC, but if we expand it to like all DC movies. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We should do that next. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. This was a really long episode. How long? Like an hour and a half. Oh, good. But this is a good episode. It was yeah. a fun episode. We whispered the whole time. But yeah, so that's it. Um, I guess Spider-Man No Way Home is the best MCU movie. It's been officially decided. I don't. I don't know. You can debate it, but I still, man, it's gonna for me. It's it's always gonna be a debate between. I think Spider-Man No Way Home and Infinity War. Well, no matter what, we still got a long way to go for the MCU. Oh, for sure, we've got at least two more years. For all we know, can you imagine if they just ended it? With Secret War, I bet you, I, I bet you, MCU will go until we're dead. No, nah, not until we're dead. I think it's pro- it's probably going to go for like five more years, though. I think I think at that point, people are going to start getting bored. I mean, obviously bored, we're not yeah. because we're ridiculously idiotic. You're but right. I think the average person is going to stop paying money. Yeah, I can see that. You know, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. We should have done it. We should do an MCU one of like which one is the worst MCU one bracket. It would just be Eternals. Oh yeah, I guess. So. Oh yeah, I guess it's true. It would just <laughs> come out to be Eternals. Man, that's funny. But, um, <laughs> silly, silly. We should do TV shows though once. We well, should. Well, yeah, I think maybe we'll wait until there's a few more shows and then we'll do one. Oh yeah, that makes more sense. Um. Anyways, as always, um, please. Share the podcast. Like this stuff, you know what I mean? Um, leave a five-star review. On Yelp. On Yelp, so people can buy our chicken sandwiches. I'm at New Wave Nerds Chicken Sandwiches. Please, if we do food, it's grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. Cheese Frenchies. Bro. <laughs> Anyways, shut up, Shay. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be all for us this week. Um, next week should for sure be the Ant-Man review. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think that's... That's all for today. Have a lovely evening. Yeah, evening. Or a beautiful morning. Yeah. Or a okay middle of the day. Yeah, it's 12 <laughs> o'clock right now. I'm super tired. I gotta drive home early tomorrow to make it to lunch. I gotta play games. I gotta take a nap. I gotta take a nap. <laughs>